Welcome to the Long Hollow Group Leader Podcast. We believe that life change happens best in circles, not rows. And so whether we're talking about your life group, your D group, or your family, this resource exists to help you make disciples that make disciples. We are excited about today. We are going to continue a conversation that we actually, if you're in Long Hollow Group Leader, we started in our Facebook Live video this week. If you're not, that's all right. You can jump in in this conversation if you hadn't seen that video. But we're going to continue to talk about uh, how important prayer is in our groups. And obviously, in this season with uh, how just crazy life is right now, man, uh, prayer is needed now more than ever. Uh, and so we're going to be talking a little bit about um, not just we're not going to talk as much about why we should pray. Um, I, I think Robbie did that amazing in his message. If you if you missed that, man, go back and listen to it. It was so good. Um, and so he talked a lot about why we need to pray. And I don't know about you guys. I was super convicted and challenged by that. Just my lack of prayer in my personal life. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was so good. And so coming out of that, we we're like, man, how do we take that that Robbie's talking about and how do we really uh, maximize it? How do we utilize in our groups um, to be more intentional in prayer? And so uh, we brought in prayer warrior, prayer expert, uh, Dylan Young. The man, the myth, wow. the legend. I don't think I've ever been introduced that way, man. <laughs> <laughs> a prayer expert, no, no pressure. I'm excited now. <laughs> And so Dylan is on our staff. He uh, helps. Uh, he oversees our groups and our uh, both D groups and life groups. And uh, and so excited to have him on. Um, let's just kind of go back to Robbie's message, and let's talk about. The, he mentioned three barriers: fear, fatalism, and busyness. These are the three reasons why we don't pray. Um, you know, we've got a lot to get to today, so we'll make it quick. But I just wanted to hear which one of those did you guys resonate with the most, and why? Well, I think uh, for me, it was, I think it was a little bit of busyness and fear. So busyness is easy because, you know, it's the 21st century. Yeah. Uh, you know, we wear that busyness like a badge of honor, right? Like if I got free time, it's because I'm being lazy or I'm doing something mm -hmm. wrong. Um, but also there is still that a level of fear sometimes, especially in a group like praying out loud in public. I feel like we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to say the right words, the right combination of phrases. Um, and, you know, there's a fear there that if I don't say it right or if I don't do it right, you know, someone's mm -hmm. going to judge me because they think I'm not good at praying or, you know, whatever ridiculous thing that is we get in our head. But I think it's very real. Yeah, I, I was actually a combination of fear and busyness as well. I loved he said, you know, he talked about the garden as being a place that we go away to pray. And he said, the garden is not attractive. There are no accolades there, but it is where the battle is won. Yeah. And I think I forget that so much. And so my fear a lot of times is that um, that I won't get things done with the day or I won't be productive with that, uh, you know, if I spend too much time in prayer, which is so silly. I mean, it's yeah. like, that's, it's against everything that I know to be true. But if I look functionally at how my life operates, I think that my activity is going to bring about the results that I want for God more than my pleading and asking in prayer. And so um, that was for my, for me, that was the barrier I resonated with. What about you, Dylan? Yeah, mine is busyness, I would say, more than the other two. Um, but I'm going to be like real vulnerable here on my first time ever on with you guys. But oh, here we go. I'm, my busyness barrier, I would say, is probably just I'm busy sleeping. Like, oh, wow. 
I want to wake up in the morning and pray. Like that's when I want to spend time with the Lord. But when I don't do that, it's when I've just ignored my alarm. Mm. Um, and that's just lazy. You know, that's, that's what Robbie's talking about being asleep in the garden, uh, literally being asleep there. Um, so that's, that's the busyness barrier that I run into the most, I, you know, to my shame. Um, mm. I tell Sophie that that's just, that I'm just it's horizontal meditation. Yes. That's what I yeah. that I'm telling her, and so she never really buys it. She is, she tells me it's laziness as well. But. Well, I don't know what yeah. you guys are talking about. I never have a hard time getting up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> not true, guys. Definitely not. Good. That's good. Uh, well, I'm glad we're all struggling with part of that. That makes me feel better that you guys aren't perfect prayers either. But that's right. um, well, thinking about. Um, we've got prayer individually, but what about in our groups? Like what should prayer look like in our life groups in our discipleship groups? Um, I'll let you go first, Dick, just thinking about our discipleship groups. What should prayer look like within those discipleship groups? Yeah, I think in the discipleship group setting, prayer is one of those five weekly disciplines that we commit to, that we put into the group uh, on a weekly basis. And so the prayer aspects, you know, what I'm thinking of with that is there's kind of an inward and an outward uh, movement to the prayer or focus. And so the inward is we pray for one another in the D group. And then the outward is we're praying for the law, someone who doesn't know Jesus yet. And so on the inward side, praying for one another, uh, two words that I think are going to really help you maximize that time, personal and specific. Those are the type of prayer requests we want. And so what I mean by that is you've probably gotten this one before. You're in a D, a D group or maybe in a life group, and somebody just starts complaining about how their boss is just been really overbearing or it's yeah. been difficult to yeah. them. And they're just like, oh, my gosh, they don't get me. That just gets shoot out all the time. And, they, and the prayer is really for the boss to change his personality, his character, to not be such a jerk. Um, that is not personal to you. That's a situation you're in. But the question I always say is, hey, how, how can we pray for you personally in that situation? So move it from situational to personal and then move it from general to specific. And so somebody says, man, just pray for God to be the Lord of my life. I'm saying, where's one place, one specific place you want him to be the Lord of your life? And so move from situational to personal and general to specific. That's on the inward side. On the outward side, I would say, uh, who is one person in your life who doesn't know Jesus? And let's commit to pray daily for that person, for them to come to know Jesus and for us to get the opportunity to share it. And so personal and specific is that inward uh, tip for inward uh, prayer. For outward, I would say, who's one person that you can pray for? Mike, what about in the life group? I'm sure there's similarities, but how do you see, uh, how do we get the most out of the prayer time when it comes to life group? So when we're talking about the life group um, inwardly, so Vic, you had kind of touched on this too. You know, we want our groups to have an inward and an outward impact. So prayer inward within the group, uh, we're typically doing prayer requests at the end of the night, like most people are used to doing. People will voice uh, what they would like prayer about. And in my group, we've always um, taken turns praying. So if I voice a prayer request, somebody says, hey, I'll pray for that one. And then by the time we get through everybody, everybody's got one thing that they're going to pray for and we go around. Uh, but one about of the how things, long do y'all spend on it? Uh, prayer, I would say it's typically between five 
10 minutes of actual yeah. praying. And it's interesting that you asked that, Vic, because I, I really got convicted um, about a year or so ago. I had a friend we were talking about. He does groups at a different church. We were talking about prayer specifically in the group. And he said something that they challenged their group leaders to do is spend however much time they spend voicing their prayer requests, they need to spend that much time praying for the prayer oh, requests. Oh, man, that's, that's good. That's, a, that's <laughs> like a life group leader expert tip right there. Yes. So when I heard that, I think you know, the, the light bulb clicked in my head and it's like, oh, man, that really is right. Good. We spend so much more time talking about what we want to pray about than actually praying what we want to pray about, you know, and a lot of that is from, you know, you know, if you've been a group leader for any amount of time or in a group, there is always that person in the group that, you know, Hey, I, I want you to pray for my cousin's sister's aunt, whose cat is having surgery next week. Well, one, <laughs> I'm not praying for that because it's a cat and they're basically the devil. But, if it were a dog, it would be different. <laughs> if it was a dog, it'd be different. Uh, but uh, the reality is, is you know, there. This is almost this is an example of the prayer request just for the sake of a prayer request. Like it's okay to not have something that you want to ask for prayer because that's something that the person that's requesting it doesn't even care about that yeah. thing, and they're probably not praying for it either. It's hey, I'm just going to do this because it's time to voice the prayer request. So uh, we want to make sure that when we are doing these prayer requests, one, we're spending as much time in prayer as it took us to voice the prayer request. Uh, and then two, we want to make sure that those what we're praying is actually pertaining to how we are growing our relationship closer to God. So... For example, a lot of times it's, you know, it's a lot of health concerns. It's a lot of job issues and, you know, all these things are fine. I'm not saying we shouldn't be praying for these things, but what I am saying is that in those things, we need to be more focused on what God is trying to teach us through it rather than getting out of it. So mm, yeah. we want to know about these things. We want to share these uh, types of concerns and issues that we're having in our life with our life group and with our D group. Uh, this is all part of bearing one another's burdens, but we also need to understand that we're in whatever situation we're in for a reason. It's not yeah. happening by happenstance. It's not an accident. Uh, and I have never been in any situation where God was not trying to teach me something, whether it was an area he wanted me to grow in, it was an area he wanted me to be useful in, whatever it was. When my focus changed from getting out of these circumstances and to what God is trying to teach me through this, things started changing. Yeah, yep. that's really good. What is, so that gives us some context. I like that of, of keeping focused on what God's showing us, keeping it focused with those in our group. Um, Dylan, you were sharing with us something earlier too. What, what did you guys do uh, for your neighborhood? Because uh, I think that was awesome. You were sharing with us. So tell a little bit about that. Yeah. One of the good things about this whole coronavirus quarantine thing for us has been that we've kind of gotten, we feel like we've gotten a reset with our neighborhood. Um, mm -hmm. We've lived here for two and a half years now and just felt like we hadn't gotten to know our neighbors real well for whatever reason. Um, but now we're all outside with our kids all day long. Um, so we feel like we have had this kind of reset button that we've got to push with them. 
um, and really gotten to know some neighbors. So all I did, I mean, this was so simple. I didn't expect much of it at all. I just put in our neighborhood Facebook page, like, Hey, Rachel and I were, we got time on our hands. We're really trying to focus on praying more right now. Just if you got anything that you want us to pray about, you can comment here or text me or whatever. Um, I tried to make it very, you know, non-threatening, like not trying to be the Christian that's taken over the neighborhood or anything like that. Um, just, Hey, if you got something that you want us to pray for, we're willing to do that. Um, like I said, I honestly didn't expect much from it, but we got a lot of responses on that and mm. made things to pray for. But then the best part that I thought was, um, other people were commenting on stuff and like, yeah, I'll pray for that and talking to each other. I got that going on too. Um, and it just sparked conversation and I'm hoping like that's going to create some really natural conversations next time I see that person in the neighborhood. Um, you know, Hey, I've been praying for you. How is this thing going? Um, and hopefully that's going to lead to good conversation, but gospel conversations too. Um, just, it was something really simple that turned into to more than I thought it would, honestly. That's awesome. That's, That's like cool. so simple, such an easy thing to do. I'm uh, I'm stealing that for sure. I'm about to I'm about to do that in the next couple of days. <laughs> I'll let you pick. That's fine. You can do that. Thank you. I'll, I'll give credit. How can we pray for you? Um, idea stolen from Dylan Young. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's so cool, Dylan. I I love hearing about how your neighborhood has responded uh, to the post that you put in your Facebook group. Um, you know, with all of this, we're talking about the. Uh, pray together challenge that pastor Robbie issued this past Sunday. And if you hadn't seen the service from this past Sunday, uh, pastor Robbie issued a challenge, not just to the church, but anybody that was watching our live stream to join. Yeah, that was really cool. Uh, which is cool because, you know, there there's this thousands of people that are watching this and potentially participating. So what the challenge is, is to gather three to four of your friends. that are going to commit together to praying over a phone call, Zoom, Google Hangouts, whatever video platform you're using, you're going to gather together uh, every day, five days a week, and you're going to pray together for an hour until this health crisis is over. Now, I realize that the hour might seem a little bit intimidating, but we are putting together some resources that we're going to talk about to help you through that. But Vic, before we get to that, I'd love to hear... Uh, the story, Vic, this morning just started a brand new e-group using the Pray Together Challenge. Vic, tell us about how that went. Yeah, it was, it was, so we talked about um, a couple of guys, we talked about doing a D-group, which actually under the digital format was what kind of helped everybody kind of get over that barrier and say, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. And so I, we actually, we were all watching it on Sunday and I just texted the guys. I said, guys, we, let's just start with this prayer challenge and, uh, and let's get, let's start meeting through that. And so those guys, two of them are going to work at 5.30 every morning. And so me and another guy just wake up and we, we pray with those guys as they're driving. No video, um, so no worries there. But, <laughs> you know, those guys are like, all we're doing is, is listen to the radio anyway. Yeah. And so we talked about uh, the first time that we got together and we all just kind of said, let's just pray Monday through Friday. We got to drive to work anyway. Let's do it. And so Monday through Friday, we're going to pray. Um, I will say it's not quite an hour. It's however long their commute is, which I think is about 40 minutes. Um, but that's still, that's a big step for most of us, including yeah. myself. Yeah, absolutely. And then, yeah, that's more than most. And then, you know, on top of that, what we're doing is on Sundays, we're going to start meeting as a D group. 
And so this prayer conversation kind of, it got us over the hump and, and got us to start meeting. And so I really, I'm excited about it. So we're now meeting on Sundays for D group and then Monday through Friday to pray together. So again, I, I kind of said for us, that 40 minutes has been kind of, that's, that's a lot for us. And even as we got started, I still didn't really know how to direct my people in, in my group to really pray, especially some of us without that discipline in the past. And so Dylan, you've actually been starting to help kind of create some resources to structure that time. I'm really excited because I personally need this resource more than probably any of our listeners. So tell us real quick in our show notes, we're going to put this resource there, but tell us about a little bit about how this is going to help people as they're praying. Yeah. Maybe if you're lucky, Vic, I'll send it to you before everybody else. Please do. <laughs> the inside I mean, track. What a cool way to start your group. Like what a cool way to set the tone for the rest of the year that your group meets. Um, but yeah, we want to put together this resource just to help because a lot of times you sit down, you're saying, I want to pray for an hour. What in the world do I pray about for an hour? Um, I've never done that before. I need something to kind of give me some guidance here. Um, so we're going to put together a few different kind of just templates for prayer. And we obviously don't have time to talk about all of them right now, but um, it's going to be things like praying in concentric circles. Now that sounds fancy, but all that means that is does like, sound fancy. well, that's, <laughs> we try to do things fancy. Now. Um, but praying in concentric circles just mean I'm starting with myself. Like, what do I need to pray about for me? And then I'm going to work outward from myself. So you're moving to your spouse and your kids. Then you're moving to other family members. Then to your friends and neighbors. I'm just working mm, out good. that way. Um, just gives you kind of a way to, to guide yourself as you go. Um, and then another one would be the ACTS acronym, which I think Brother Tim actually uses the CATS acronym. But we'll go with ACTS for right now. Uh, <laughs> ACTS is more biblical. Of, uh, of walking through adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication, uh, where you're mm -hmm. praying for other people, the supplication there at the end. Um, so we're going to have a few different things like those two. Um, there'll be a little bit more to the resource there, and we'll get that to you guys soon. Um, but hopefully that'll be a great, just a, just a guide to help you get going in this prayer challenge. Yeah. Thanks so much for working on that resource, Dylan. I think that's going to be super helpful. And I would just encourage all, all of you that are downloading it to send it to your group. And so just that way y'all can look and say, Hey, let's do this format today. Let's do this format next. And what, you know, don't, don't worry so much about doing a whole hour, five days a week. Just start somewhere. We talk about plus one, wherever you are, plus one of that. Just make a commitment to emphasize that and join us in this prayer challenge. And so as we finish up, again, if this has been helpful, let us know. Subscribe if you haven't. Uh, we're going to continue to help you lead in this crazy season. Um, and we are so thankful for all that you do. And we'll see you next week.